the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. St. John of Kronstadt wrote, It is never so difficult to say from the heart, Thy will be done, as when we are sorely afflicted or gravely ill. Although nothing can in fact happen except by the will of God. It is difficult sincerely to believe that it is the will of God that we should suffer when the heart knows both by faith and experience that God is our blessedness and therefore it is difficult to say in misfortune, thy will be done. But when it is difficult for our corrupt nature to acknowledge the will of God over us, that will of God without which nothing happens, and humbly to submit to it, that is the very time humbly to submit to it and to offer to the Lord our most precious sacrifice, heartfelt devotion, not only in the time of ease and happiness, but also in suffering and misfortune. Very timely quote from St. John of Kronstadt from our gospel today and in many other references in the gospels. We know Our Lord Jesus Christ, uh, having taken unto himself our human nature, went about his earthly life encountering many who were sick and infirm. Among these were many who were physically and spiritually blind. St. Gregory Palamas writes on this the following. If we consider the transition from unbelief to faith, from ignorance to knowledge of, to the knowledge of God as a restoration of sight to the mind, it is impossible to count how many blind people received their sight through the Lord's incarnation. Only he who numbers the hairs of our head knows how many there were. Some of these were healed by our Lord Jesus through a word alone, others by his touch, Still others just by drawing near and falling down before him. Some were anointed with spittle and clay. The two blind men in our gospel today cried out to him for healing mercy. And the Lord's response to them was very direct, very simple. And he has the same thing to say to you and and to me today. Do you believe that I can do that? (laughs) Do you believe that I can do that? How do we approach God when we are dealing with all of the troubles of our life? Some are physical, some are mental, emotional, you name it. But when we go to him in prayer and bring these things to him, do we believe that he can help us? And that he will help us. Do we believe it? And when the blind man asks him uh, for his sight, he says, you know, receive your sight. Uh, According to your faith, be it done for you. And, you know, he commanded them. This is kind of humorous to me. He commanded them sternly, I think the gospel says, to not tell anybody. Well, the word just spread like wildfire. (laughs) Well, were they being disobedient? Were they being rebellious, self-willed? No, not at all. They were full of ecstasy. 
they had been made well. I mean, they just couldn't contain themselves. They were so thankful for what God had done for them. So what is our... So what is most notable in this encounter is that the two men... Uh, is, it, is it that the two men received their sight miraculously, or is it that they believed our Lord's ability to bring their healing about? It is the latter. They believed. They believed. Their belief may not have been infallible belief. Ours certainly is not. I believe, O Lord, help thou my unbelief. I'm so thankful that that prayer came into our conscious minds. How many times have I prayed? How many times have you or I thought that our faith was just like nothing? Just a little bitty, half a mustard seed maybe. St. Gregory Palamas writes further, he says, That is why Isaiah, prophesying as Christ's representative, said that he was sent by the Father and his Spirit to preach deliverance to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind. In Isaiah 61, verse 1 and following. In this situation and many others, we see the Lord's attraction to those who persisted in faith. My brothers and sisters in Christ, we can so easily lose our vision of Christ and his kingdom. We live in a fallen world. You know, the term world is used basically in two different ways in the the Bible. One is uh, a pejorative use of it. Uh, It refers to mankind that has separated itself from God and does not even want to remember him and thinks that, that God's involvement in our life is uh, superfluous. We can take care of ourselves, don't you know? The other way that the term world is used is not pejorative. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And when the creation was finished, he said, it is good. So we live in a world that experiences both. And God has put something in our hearts to help others to see the second view of this world. Through God's grace, through his healing mercies, through his deliverance, we can proclaim the gospel of hope to the hopeless. Repentance, prayer, And good deeds are required of us if we are to be enabled to see God and his works in our lives. Let me repeat that uh, prescription, okay? Repentance, prayer, and good deeds. It's not complicated. We can't do it by ourselves. If we try, we'll fall flat on our face. I don't even know how to tell you to do it. The Lord does, and he'll show you, each and every one of you, how to do it. But before you start, (laughs) you've got to come to grips with this question. Do you believe that he can do it in you? If we truly desire to see in this manner 
God will grant this to us. Anybody can see the depths of despair and suffering of this fallen world. Anybody can look and see all of that out there. I can hardly listen to the news anymore. I'm sure many of you feel the same way. But by the grace of the incarnate Son of God, we can see in the midst of this fallenness and corruption the vision of God's kingdom. Our eternal home to which he calls each and every one of us. My dear friends, may we hear his voice and see him with the eye of our hearts. And may he grant us eyes to see in the days to come. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen.